Hey, how's it going? Welcome to the Modern Musclehead Podcast. This is Scott Tuzna, joined by me, my co-host, Brian Cron. What's up, Brian? Hello. How's things going, hey. man? Oh, man, it's good. It's like great weather here in Calgary. The snow's gone. I'm stoked. I'm happy. We are It's stoked. good. It's the new freaking year. We are going to talk about uh, a little bit about what our holidays were like, if we gained any weight, and talk about our plans for this year, goals. Talk about goal setting in general. Uh, Brian had a great article this week talking about goals. We're going to talk about our training. Uh, we're going to talk about adrenal fatigue. A um, whole bunch of good stuff. So I am excited about that. Before we dive into that, I do encourage you guys to, if you like the shit that we're dishing out here, check out our websites, briancron.com. Again, links below in the description. Uh, again, check out that blog on uh, the article on goal setting that Ryan just Brian just put out this week. Uh, Brian really specializes in the online coaching, personalized uh, program design. Uh, visit my site, metabolicmasterpiece.com, for articles, videos. Uh, I do a lot of YouTube videos, and where I don't do much online coaching, I really focus on just simply recording the workouts that I do each and every month. I follow four-week plans. And uh, the aesthetic muscle plan that I offer for $37 is currently a, it's got 15 phases in there for 37 bucks. Uh, oh! Get, yeah, it's ridiculous. It works out to be like two bucks, <laughs> two, uh, just over two bucks per workout plan. Um, Man, so you get the printout log sheets, it. printout log sheets and the follow along videos. Uh, so that's where it, it's not really specialized, but if you want to follow, if you if you like my style of training, physique training, training for aesthetics, and just want to follow what I'm doing, it's a great uh, great deal. If you want something more personalized, gears toward you, that's where Brian specializes in. So check out our websites, metabolicmasterpiece.com and briancron.com. That's a lot of phases you give away, man. That's like, did you leave the, the workout template machine on overnight, and then you just woke up and all these great workouts to give away for next to nothing <laughs> no i just you know what it just uh like i do i say we, we do four week phases and, and usually after the third week my workout partner i always start thinking well what kind of training protocol haven't we done in a little while and we start so i just start that final week i start piecing together what i want to do the next week and you know i just i'm working out anyway so i figure why not share what i'm doing it's easy enough to pull out the camera and record our workouts um, yeah, just sharing what I do. It's, it, it's pretty easy, effortless on my part. Um, not a ton of work to put into those printout worksheets and the recording and the editing of the videos. So I just figure I shouldn't be charging an arm and a leg for it. And I freaking love what I do. So, um, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, that's, that's really good value, man. I have to, I have to admit that's really good I, value. They won't find a better value than that out there for sure. So I kind of pride myself on that. <laughs> All right, dude, enough about our little marketing message there, but we do have killer content, uh, killer information that we do put out there, and, and we take great pride in uh, supporting our, our clients as well. So let's, yeah. let's dive into this shit. How, how was your holiday season? You were traveling all over the place. Uh, how did it all go for you? It was fantastic. I went uh, back home for a few days, and, and then I went to uh, see some other family in Florida. It was great. And then we, we flew across the continent and went to, went to Los Angeles for a few days. And I went to the Mecca, to Venice. Sweet. I walked into there. Yeah, that yeah, was fantastic. I, how, how was that was, for, like, kind of invigorating 
your your passion for training? Like, what's the atmosphere like there? You know, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I thought, you know, I'm older now, and I've I've, I've been there, done that. I thought I would walk in, and it'd be like, yeah, you know, it's a big gym, whatever. You know, I was so stoked, man. It's freaking awesome. It is like the best environment. It's just, it's so bro that that. I was wearing a fanny pack at the time, and and just couldn't have been more appropriate. It was just awesome. <laughs> it's the greatest gym ever. It is just bro central. It's it's awesome. If I lived if I lived within a hundred miles of, of that place, I would train there. I would I would make the commute. <laughs> That's outstanding. I'm yeah. uh, I, I have a goal to get there this year, especially for my fortieth uh, my fortieth birthday. I wanna I wanna head out that way. Oh, it's yeah. It, I, you could totally see why they call it the Mecca, man. It is so cool. So yeah, no, I, that was the highlight for sure. And, Excellent. Yeah. And then back home now and settled into yeah. the groove. Yeah. You, back uh, home. Were you picking out? Did you did you like overindulge during the holidays? Gain any weight? You know what? This is the first time, and I've been thinking about this. That's an excellent question. Um, I actually lost weight. Actually, I dropped under 200 pounds and it's the first time i've lost weight over christmas and uh yeah i think it's just because i don't i didn't really diet very strictly at least for most of last year so i just yeah i just really didn't feel compelled to indulge much good for you man. so yeah was, yeah yeah i can't really can't complain like how, how about you I um well I had all intentions of indulging so I, I kind of I was cutting up leading up to the holidays, knowing oh, that do. yeah so I was nice and lean as like I'm gonna use this as a nice little rebound time and uh, uh, yeah. indulge but so I did I did a fair amount of drinking there was probably four days in there where I was I, I during that four day period I, I think I I drank enough for the rest of the year so I probably won't be doing much drinking from here on out. <laughs> Uh, and that's not me. Like I, I, I like hardly drink at all. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I indulged in a lot of uh, Ryan Coke and um, a few, a few nice tasty beverages. So that's good. And and just let loose with the nutrition a bit. So I, I think I gained about four pounds. Um, but I, again, a lot of it was food weight, uh, maybe probably some water retention, and so that's right, so Canadian. That that Ryan Coke bender, that is so Canadian, man. That's it's, just yeah. that's. Yeah. I love. It. I find it's nice because I don't. It doesn't bloat me or anything, so I was able to. Because if, if I have four beers, I feel all disgusting. And but I did feel disgusting. Like by, um, it was the day before New Year's, and I was like, man, I didn't want to drink on New Year's. I didn't want to eat anything, and but I still let loose. Uh, and yeah. I did. Um, but afterwards, I was like, this, God, like, how do people do this all the freaking time? It, uh, it just felt very uncomfortable. Um, just, just well, gross. It's a lifestyle, man. Oh, fuck, terrible. So I, it felt good to get back on track. And, yeah, all that weight gain is gone already. I mean, we're only two weeks into the, the new year. And yeah. I'm, I'm right back to where I was before the holidays. And so, well, yeah, it was good. It's just really good at drinking. Yeah, you got to train to be good at drinking, Scott. Like you have to, you have to make it a priority. You know. <laughs> I have yeah. a pretty nice plan I can send you. It's, uh, you know, it's phases. You know, it it, it builds up, it, it deloads. It's fantastic. I'll, I'll send it to you. One <laughs> shot a day for the first three days, and up it to two, and then yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, but no, it's just it's just not me, and it just makes me, it, you know, every once in a while it's okay to let loose like that because it just puts things in perspective and makes me realize that I'm just so glad that it's not my lifestyle. And um, yeah. people say, oh, you gotta live a little and all that shit. I just that wasn't that's just not my thing. I don't. I I get more enjoyment of life when I'm just doing what I'm doing right now and moderation and that. there. Yeah, yeah. So good to be back on track now. So, so goals, goals, goals. Yeah. Goals. You, you, you wrote a great article. So again, BrianCron.com. Check out your goal setting article there. Do you set goals for this year? Uh, what, what do you, what, what are your plans coming up for 2015? Well, yeah, like I always set, you know, especially with training and stuff, I always set a goal. Uh, and I think that I think there's nothing wrong with that. And I think it's really it is really smart to do, and and especially if you you set a deadline and and have a bunch of habits to do to lead to that goal. I think that's all really good, good stuff to do. And and certainly, uh, certainly, fitness pros are beating you over the head right with that right now, being the time of year. But I like my thing is you have to. It's way more important to figure out what not to do, you know, and and to figure out like what to get out of your life. Um, so like for if you want to get in really good shape, I think you know you have to set goals of like, you know things that you get rid of that that kind of holds you back. Whether it's going out and drinking like you, or uh, <laughs> or you know, you know, or if it's like you know things just things in your lifestyle that hold you back, or or commitments that you really don't have time for. I think you, in other words, I think you get a lot more out of out of training and even out of business when you get really good at cutting away shit. As a, as opposed to adding more stuff, I agree. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, but but to answer your question, like training, yeah, I'd, I'd like to get. Uh, yeah, I, I as good a shape as I was in last year. I certainly I'd, I'd like to do that again by by the middle of the year, and that won't be too hard because again, I didn't rebound too much. So, I don't know, maybe ten pounds. So yeah, I'd like to. Yeah, I'd like to do that. Mm-hmm. Pretty pretty easy for me. How about you? Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. I, I, I'm actually, I'm reading, have you read the book, The One Thing? The One Thing? Uh, no, it's, it's, it's on my list though. Yeah, really good. I'm, I'm, I think about 80 pages into it right now. And it, a lot of it is just kind of eliminating, cutting all, a lot of the shit out and, and eliminating some of the distractions in, in life, just focusing on the things that are most important. And, uh, that's been helping me already, uh, kicking off this new year just getting me a little bit more laser focused and getting rid of some of the clutter uh mm-hmm. but physique wise like th- this year is the, the first year where i really like normally i sit down and i get crystal clear on my goals and have exact numbers whether it's a uh, business goals or or fit fitness goals and um set set big measurable specific goals and this year i did the complete opposite i'm like you know what instead of just going after certain numbers i'm just going to focus on day to day and just give the absolute best that i can give each and every day to my training to my business and family and everything should take care of itself and it doesn't seem so overwhelming i'm not looking at these big targets that i'm aiming for it's just each just breaking it down each and every day. I know where I want to go. Like my goal is to always improve my physique. And um, yep. at this stage in the game, 20 plus years of training, those differences are going to be a lot smaller, and it becomes a little mm-hmm. less predictable. I think. Like 
I would love to say I want to gain five, six pounds of muscle this year. Can I do yeah. that? I don't freaking know. I kind of getting close to those genetic limits. I'm not, I'm not sure. Um, so I don't want to really set a number. I'm just going to fucking give everything I can to my training and recovery and let the cards fall as they may. It's just the thing that's in my control is just giving that focus effort each and every day and doing everything I can to, to fuel my body and to recover properly as well. So that's kind of yeah. where I'm heading at this at this point. And I, I'm starting off in a cutting phase. So for me, I'm, again, stay lean most of the year. Yeah. I've got abs. So I, I'm probably about four pounds, maybe five pounds away from just crazy freaking shredded. Um, so I'm aiming for that right now. Um, for the next four to five weeks, if I can drop a pound a week, which is my goal right now, um, that's not too aggressive for me. And, uh, that's where I'm at. And then I'd like to get a DEXA scan to see exactly what my body fat percentage is, what my muscle mass is, and then reevaluate, um, at the end of the year, get another DEXA scan done just to see what kind of muscle I was able to gain during that time period and, um, where I was able to, to gain it all. Yeah, that's a that's that sounds really sound. I mean, um, yeah, starting off cutting, that's yeah, yeah you and everyone else in yeah. <laughs> in January. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and it's fun. Like I know my, my workout partner. He's going to be going on a he's going to the Caribbean. Or he's going to Mexico um, in five weeks. So that he's cutting right now too. So it's kind of fun. We're going to feed off of each other's successes and challenge each other in the next five weeks. So that's going to pay off, and then it'll just be lean gains from there on out. Absolutely. That's, uh, yeah, I've, I'm going a little more moderate this year, I find, because I, I, I'm reasonably close right now. So I, I'm just going to keep my diet relatively the same, I think, and just, just but obviously just tighten it up and uh, add a little bit of cardio. And um, yeah, I'm just going to take the kind of slow, kind of three, four, five month approach and just kind of cruise into where I want to be. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm actually kind of looking forward to it. I don't have to do you know, something crazy, low carb or low calorie. Yep. Um, I, I might actually even probably gain a little bit of weight as I go. So it's, uh, yeah, I'm kind of, it's, it's a new, it's new for me not to be so kind of up and down. So yeah, yeah, it, it's yeah. nice. I, I like that approach. It's what I was taking in the spring. Uh, I did find like this, the first week, the first 12 days of, of the year so far, I was a little more aggressive with my deficit. Um, yeah. not, not crazy insane, but it was easy to be aggressive cause I was so full and disgusted from the holidays <laughs> that I just wasn't hungry. I mean, my appetite just wasn't there. So I kind of fed off of that and took advantage of it. Normally I I can... Like after three, four days in a deficit, if I, I sometimes can push it to five, I need to bump it up a refeed to maintenance. And I just didn't need it for 12 days. But then once like day 13 hit, my body was saying, oh, you, you need a refeed. And, and I, so I ate. And so this past week, I, my deficit has been really small. Um, yeah. Still making some, some progress, but realizing that, okay, it, I, I, I took advantage of that small little window where I could be aggressive with my deficit and now i just need i'm slow and steady a pound isn't i don't have to push it too hard to to drop a pound a week and if it's a little under a pound a week that's not too bad Um, but yeah i like the slow i love the slow and steady approach because it doesn't 
it doesn't seem so difficult. <laughs> well, yeah, I find like when you don't really need something to look forward to, you know what I mean? Like, you know, when you're dieting really hard and you look forward to this cheat meal or whatever, when you, when you don't really have that physiological or psychological need for that, it's just the whole process just seems so much more, I don't know, it's kind of organic. It's just, it's just, you don't even have to think about it. It's a lifestyle. It's, yeah. It just feels like it's a, it's a, something that's sustainable. Um, yeah. Which is something that most people don't go for. <laughs> They're looking yeah. for those aggressive approaches here, those extremes, the roller coaster ride. But the sustainability is like exactly what you're talking about yeah. there. Is, uh, oh man, it makes all the difference in the world. And, and I, I just find too, like when you, when you throw a lot of volume into your training, especially a lot of hypertrophy work, like shorter rests, longer, you know, uh, longer duration sets, you know, longer tempos. I don't, it, I don't know if it's just me, but I just, it just, it transforms your body so fast that you don't even need a bunch of, you know, a bunch of cardio or caloric deficit on top of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just find, I, at least for, for myself, maybe I've been training so long, I just respond so quickly to that. Like just longer, you know, more bodybuilding training. Yep. Yeah. Like it's good thing. It, yeah. Nice that you brought that up. That's, that's one of my big goals this year is to really test my limits when it comes to volume. Uh, we've already kind of oh, yeah. bumped up our training volume uh, yeah. for the past month and it's been really fun. Uh, I, I find my body thrives off of volume and uh it drives me nuts to see some of these young punks out there just talking (laughs) talking about uh oh if you're the only people going to handle high volume training are those bodybuilders pro bodybuilders who are are drugged up to the gills i'm like fucking bullshit like hey (laughs) yeah oh yeah only train twice a week full body stuff and yeah just i don't know i don't know what they're smoking but no, I, well, I, I love volume. I love volume training, and my body responds well to it. You just got to listen to your body if you're fueling it properly. And uh, the other thing that, that I think is going to really help me test those limits of volume is is the recovery. I'm really focused on improving my the quality and quantity of my sleep. It's something, yeah. that, it's something that was suffering towards the end of the year for me. Um, what I've done for the past... Uh, almost three weeks now, actually, it's getting close to a month, my wife and I really cut back on our coffee intake. I was having three cups of coffee first thing when I wake up, having at least another uh, cup in the afternoon, then having two milligram, 200 milligrams of caffeine before my workout, and uh, I think I was over-caffeinated, and uh, that, was, that, that was playing a role. So we cut it back to just one cup first thing in the morning, and uh, then pre-workout, and Yep. I was I was shocked at how easy it was for us. Like both of us every day were like, wow, that was it was okay to just have one cup and it uh, it's been really really good and just like kind of my ritual in the evening, making sure I turn off all electronics well before I go to bed. It's so easy for me to like check my phone, messages there, or check email or get on Facebook or watch TV and I just at least an hour before I go to bed, I'm just shutting all that shit down, and I've been uh, reading some books instead, and just chilling, and writing out my to-do list for the next day, because I find, like, as an entrepreneur, when I go to bed, I'm already, I'm, my wheels are spinning, I'm, like, thinking about everything I'm going to do tomorrow, and then I get ideas about stuff to do, and I'm like, 
fuck it, my, my mind's constantly spinning, so then would have been need to absolutely must get done tomorrow. And at that point, it's out. I know what I have to do, and then I give myself permission. Yeah, that is huge. Close your eyes and go to sleep. Just chill, relax. And uh, that's been working out really, really well for me. My sleep has been phenomenal for the past uh, three to four weeks. And and I'm expecting that to have a big impact on my recovery and everything as well. Well, it's funny you say that because, I mean, it all t- kind of ties into the theory, and I say theory, of, of adrenal fatigue. And it's which is kind of making the rounds on Facebook right now. A lot of people are bashing it, you know, that it's not a real disease or a real diagnosis. And, and certainly that's true. It, it is pretty much, uh, I don't want to say made up, but it is kind of a made up diagnosis, but that doesn't mean there's nothing to it. And, uh, it was just interesting that, uh, that an endocrinologist, I kind of linked up with here in, here in my new city. And, uh, yeah, we went for lunch and, and discussed it, and he said, absolutely, like, the symptoms are real, and, and maybe the, the title adrenal fatigue isn't accurate, and it is kind of a broad-sweeping thing, but when someone implements these lifestyle changes, like, not only do they typically feel better, which isn't always a great metric, you know, like, what is feeling, you know, there's so much I can weigh into that, but the, he sees it in the blood work, like, like DHEA and, and, and cortisol and all these hormones that I don't have a, a great understanding of. Like it's just, it's measurable and it's discernible and there's definitely something to it. So like when you take care of yourself that way and, and, you know, manage your stress and manage your lifestyle, like it, it, it definitely makes a big, big in, impact. Yeah. W- without a doubt. And I think that's, uh, that's something I've talked with, uh, our, our mutual friend Sean Phillips about in the past. Like a lot of yeah. people, they're they're looking, they their their testosterone is low and yeah, cortisol yeah. high and all these other things. And they're like, well, I need to take a test boost or I need to get injections. Yeah. So I'm like, no, you need to fix your lifestyle first <laughs> before that's the first step before doing anything. Uh, get your lifestyle squared away and then get, get then you'll get an accurate representation of what your levels really are. Because um, yeah, a lot of times you don't need the supplement. You just need to get your lifestyle back in order and fucking get your head straight. Well, yeah, I mean, this like this doc was telling me that he gets this all the time, especially like stressed out executives. You know, their DHEA is low, their testosterone is low, their thyroid, like T3, T4, all these these hormones are low, and it's within his his practice to prescribe actual meds for this, actual drugs, because these guys need it. But it's just it's he describes it as totally just chasing the, the tail of the dog, like you're just treating the symptoms. Mm-hmm. And until you take care of like the underlying cause, like what's 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 causing you know these hormones to go down, and it's not just age. Uh, like until you until you treat that, like you're not really getting at the source of the problem. So uh, he was saying the first thing they do is treat the adrenals, and you know either with lifestyle or or whatever, and that's usually enough to kind of get things back on track. They, they don't actually need the, the pharmaceuticals on top of that. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's such a, I mean, it's just, it's an amazingly complex and, and amazingly, you know, it's just really cool. Like what the body does to compensate for what you do to it and how you can kind of use that to your advantage and, and, and get more out of your training and out of your mood and out of your life. It's, it's really cool. So yeah, I mean, it was really eye opening conversation for me to have, to have with this guy. So yeah, absolutely. I think what you're doing is great, man. It'll you'll totally notice it. 
Excellent. Oh yeah, I, I yeah. already am. I already am. I feel. Yeah. Uh, I feel excellent. <laughs> I really do. I feel. <laughs> I feel clear. Yeah. I just. Uh, I feel in control again. I guess is one of the things. But. Uh, yeah. Just energy. My workouts have never been better. Um. I just. I feel great. I. I just never don't feel tired anymore. So. Yeah. All. All is going well. And it. It is. It's an interesting topic there. And yeah, I do see a lot of people. Bashing well, I can't up. wait to. See- yeah, like I can't wait to see your gains explode because then I'm gonna I'm gonna start an anonymous account on Facebook and I'm just gonna accuse you of you being on steroids and it'll it'll be. <laughs> it's uh, that's hilarious. <laughs> that's excellent, man. Well, I, I am looking forward to getting out of this deficit and uh, seeing seeing what I can do uh, in terms of gains yeah. this year. A, a nice focused build. I think that the two areas I really want to improve in, on my physique is the build up my chest and my calves. Um, and I think I've already really nailed the chest thing, uh, mainly training training for the feel. I, I've really realized yep. over the past few months that uh, with all chest exercises, I really, I use a lot of shoulders and triceps naturally. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, I also, I think just naturally my... Um, activation patterns i guess like i really tend to tense up my back muscles when i'm benching um yeah. squeezing rear delts and and traps and other exercises so i've really learned to relax a lot of those muscles and focus on my chest but i think the best thing i've done so far has been uh, going with a wider grip on the bench uh, so which is okay i've had to reduce the weight um mm-hmm. a fair amount um, but going with a, a wider, like a really wide grip, I, yeah. my shoulders are not involved at all. Um, my triceps are hardly, I hardly feel, I just, I feel more tension in my pecs. Um, it's been going fantastic. So it's been, uh, like you know, I feel you know, a good focus pump. My favorite chest exercise What's is that? a dumbbell, dumbbell pullover. Oh yeah, it's funny. It's, some people yeah. some people consider that a back exercise, and other people chest exercise. Uh, I definitely feel both. I really feel yeah. the the dumbbell pullover in in my traps, uh, especially yeah. like the lower aspect of my traps, so my mid back. Um, I feel it in the lats, like right behind the armpits. Yeah. You, you get your triceps mm-hmm. are going to be involved too because it crosses the shoulder joint. Um, and helps extend the shoulders. Uh, serratus, for sure, one of my favorite for muscles. Sure. Oh, I love the serratus. Uh, but we do feel, we definitely feel um, a bit of a pump in the in the chest as well. So it's, I think it's a fantastic overall I just, <laughs> exercise. Well, I just do it, yeah, like I do it first in my routine. And not, and not only does it, yeah, absolutely stretch out my shoulders. And I, with each rep, I go a little bit, I, I increase the stretch a wee bit more. So I've naturally, I'm just tight through the shoulders and, you know, so with each successive rep, I, I stretch a little bit more and feel a pull a little bit more along the pec. And then I find that just everything I do after that, whether I do my normal, whatever, like benching or, or whatever, even the most, you know, basic chest workout, everything I do after that, I just feel it so much more in my pecs and I can activate my pecs a lot more. Uh, so it, yeah, that, that exercise has been a godsend for me. 
Excellent. Just, I'm gonna, I'll give that yeah. a try next week. Uh, yeah, Monday when I do a International Chess Day. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll, uh, yeah, I'm gonna give that a shot. I do. I th- there's been times where I've included that at the beginning of a back workout, and I find that really well. Yeah, yeah. At the beginning of a workout, I superset it with pull-ups, and I feel that engages there. Um, I do like starting off with some sort of isolation exercise at the beginning of a chest workout, just to get that mind muscle connection going uh whether it's cable flies or dumbbell flies and just really focus on a nice slow controlled tempo and and just enhance that mind muscle connection and then it just carries over to uh through the rest of the workout yeah absolutely uh, it's uh actually the, the gym i go to now they have a they have an old school pullover machine which i do that before back so i'll do a dumbbell pullover before a chest day and I'll use this old school pullover machine uh, for back day. And it's just the same thing. Just the amount of soreness that I can create and just the, the pump I can get through the rest of the workout uh, is just, it's just night and day. I'm such a believer in that. Yeah, for sure. For but, sure. Yeah. Yeah. A little pre-exhaust and yeah, it's, that's, that's yeah. excellent. Yeah. We've got a pretty good pullover machine as well. And it, it's a different feel. It's definitely a different feel than yeah. the dumbbells and yeah. Yeah. All good. And the last, last thing for me, yeah, for for that special, like, to build up my chest, yeah, definitely volume, hammering it with some serious yeah. volume once a week, and then a little bit yeah. of specialization training sprinkled throughout the rest. So hitting it maybe two to three times a week, but those mm-hmm. other two times, it's just really low volume, just enough to kind of stimulate the muscle fibers yeah. and using it as an opportunity to, again, like, enhance that mind-muscle connection. So just nice, slow, controlled movements and just stimulate those muscle fibers. That's been going really well for me uh, for the past four to eight weeks. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm excited, okay. I, especially once I get a little more fuel in my body um, and I'm out of the deficit just to see the impact it really has. Because it, it, in a deficit, I'm seeing – improvement so um yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to to see when i uh when i get in uh when i mean at maintenance or a slight surplus see how it goes well yeah, that's the other thing that's kind of dovetails what you were talking about earlier like when you really take care of yourself on the recovery side like doing what you're doing like less caffeine and more water and more sleep and stress management and just kind of getting a better frame of mind i, I I personally find, and I'm, I'm talking out of my, 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 my ass now, but I personally find that you need less calories to make gains. Like, it's just, everything just seems to work better. Like, you don't have to force shit as much. Like, like you can, yeah, you can eat a very kind of, not a super high calorie diet, and you'll make consistent strength gains and, and get good pumps. Whereas, you know, if you're kind of just, you're, you're all over the map and you're sleeping shitty and you're eating poorly, yeah, like I, I find you have to kind of force gains a little bit more. So I think what, yeah, I think you're in the right mindset, man. All right, bro. I like it, bro. That's, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Bro science 101. And that, uh, I, I'm going to roll with that. I, I, I agree. I, I agree with you a hundred percent. Bro science, bro science is awesome man even the stuff that doesn't work it's still awesome it's just it's it's fun it's creative it's you know it's getting you to look at stuff differently yeah sometimes you're yeah yeah totally bad it's all a self-experiment and it's great to get ideas from other guys what are you doing what's working for you what do you think and then try it yourself there n equals one turns into n equals two and yeah it's true it's not measurable in a lab setting or whatever but Hey, it's, it's I, just, I think it keeps it exciting and fun. That's the main freaking thing. 
I, you know, honestly, I think the bro science with training, I, I like, I admit the bro science with nutrition, it, it isn't as valuable and it's kind of bullshit. Most of it. And I, and I tend to tweet it when, when I, when I remember what stuff I used to think or I did, or I come across it, but, but the bro science with training, on the other hand, I think there's a lot to it, man. There's a lot to it. That's a good point. That is a good point. Yeah. Yeah, nutrition-wise, yeah, I hear you on that. It's a, yeah, there's a lot of silly little things that people do that yeah, just make no sense at all. But, yeah, training, it's fun. I mean, it, it is what it is. I mean, we're not, there's not yeah. a lot of studies out there measuring all the different training protocol and the benefit, like how, how, how much you can expect gains. A lot of it comes to just changing things up from month to month, as we've talked about yeah, uh, totally. in the past podcasts. So what's your what's going on with you training-wise? Are you out of the strength phase now, onto some hypertrophy stuff? What's, uh, what's your training like, and what are your goals like for this year in terms of periodizing your programming? Well, um, yeah, actually, I'm, I'm reading a lot of, uh, cause I'm doing a bit of work with him, uh, Ben Pakulski's stuff, and... Uh, he takes a, a very kind of kind of a bro approach to, to muscle building too. He's big on tension in the muscle and slow tempos and and kind of building up to a one all out drop set kind of thing, but always respecting exercise form and contraction, like all this kind of stuff that people tend to laugh at a little bit, but I'm a huge believer in and uh, just been incorporating that in my training since I got back from from vacation and it's just I don't know. My body just loves that. Like I, my joints feel better, and I and again I get pumps. And the bottom line is, is I enjoy the training. And uh, so I'm going to be definitely doing a lot more of that, and and slowly start to specialize on parts that I want to bring up, like freaking triceps and uh, and delts and stuff like that. And probably do that for for the good first part of the year, and then uh, depending if I have to how I look, I might you know go into a, a bit more of a deficit and then you can't really make it quite the gains but mm-hmm. uh certainly that's what i'll be bringing up is uh triceps shoulders and just really bodybuilding training yeah so yeah to answer your question i'm done with the strength for now yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i love it. it does feel good and i i i was getting away from it focusing a, a lot on the strength i think a lot of it has to do with um, YouTube channels that I watch seems like I follow a lot of guys who are really into lifting heavy shit all the time uh, and I kind of get wrapped up in that and then uh, for the past two months we've gone back to just traditional like physique training, bodybuilding training for the feel and uh, I mean it still includes lifting heavy shit but controlled and um, yeah we love it. My body, I thrive off of it and mentally I just feel better with it um, so yeah it's what we're rolling with as well. Yeah, like I mean, I think I think there are people who can build just incredible physiques going super heavy, like almost all the time, and and I, I think it's awesome. And I frick, I wish it was me, but it's just not. Like, especially you know, I just break down if I do that for too long. So yeah, the trick is just to do both and periodize it intelligently, you know, and and. You can certainly, you can literally have it all. Like, you'll never be maybe super strong or whatever, but it's, yeah, yeah. I, I for one, I don't, I'm not a big believer in going super heavy all the time to build mm-hmm. maximum size. But, I mean, yeah. God bless the people that can. But Yeah. Yeah, yeah the one thing with Ben's programming, uh, his NOS, NOS sets, NOS, drop sets, basically drop sets. But he, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm used to, like, for me, I like, 
I'll, I might do drop sets at the beginning of the workout as well, pre-exhaust or at the end of a workout. Um, yeah. I love it. So I'll, I'll pick a weight they're going to do, say, 6 to 10 reps or 8 to 12 reps, and then without rest, I'll drop the weight and do another set with a lighter weight and do another set. So it works it to be four sets. And that's been what how I do drop sets for, for years. And then I see Ben's stuff, and he'll do, he'll do that same thing, and then you rest, yeah. and then you do it again. <laughs> rest and do it again. Yeah. Like, you're fucking kidding me <laughs> i'm spent yeah, I... <laughs> I can only handle one it uh yeah really steps it forces you to step outside your comfort zone there well what i like about it is that um as opposed to hitting a weight pr like when you when you push yourself in that regard like what he's doing or what you're talking about you 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 can burn yourself out like like you know you get really gassed but it's very hard to injure yourself yeah i find like, and that just, like, when, especially as you get older, like, that's just huge. Like, if you can train to that level of, of exhaustion and push your body that hard, but not fucking hurt yourself, you know, like, that's, you know, that's awesome. Like, because I, like, if I do a squat, a squat, like, training block where it ends, you know, in one rep max, I can almost guarantee I'll, I'll freaking injure myself at some point. Right. Um, it just, that's, it just, you know, I guess my squat isn't perfect by any means and, and it just, uh, that's how it goes, but. Stuff like that, where I can really kind of crank up the the intensity that way, man, it's awesome because it's you have to really try to hurt yourself. You have to be really freaking stupid, you yeah. know. So, uh, yeah, that's great, man. I mean, uh, I, I love that kind of training. Love it. it. It's excellent. One, one thing that I've really been loving lately is high rep leg pressing. Um, oh, f- oh my uh. god, it's awesome. Burn <laughs> like usually you get a huge burning sensation from like leg extensions, especially if you do drop sets with leg extensions. But I've been doing like 20 rep sets with um, with a leg press and slow oh. controlled movement. Like I hit 10 reps and uh, my my quads are just on fire, and it's all mind over matter for the last 10 reps. And to me, it kind of like it, it puts me in tune with my inner athlete like from i feel like i'm my my sprinting days that the 400 meter dash where the lactic acid is building up like crazy you're almost there and you just got to keep pushing and keep pushing it's like you know you can do more it's not like my form is suffering it's just putting up with that burning sensation and uh, i guess those are the reps that arnold always says uh, that's where you grow and um um yeah it's been fucking awesome like Really making sure I'm feeling it a little on the, the lower aspect of my thighs because I find yeah. um, naturally I would I would feel that load in my my hips even lower back a little bit but um, really really making sure that I steer that neural drive towards uh, the lower aspect of my thighs especially like the teardrop the vastus medialis there and just feeling it a little lower and that makes a big difference and like visually aesthetically my I'm bigger in the hip, the upper thigh area, and, and I really have been lagging in the lower aspect. So um, getting that mind-muscle connection has made a difference um, to really feel it in the lower aspect of the thighs. Just create that, steer that tension more towards that yep. area, and the burning sensation is just fucking nuts, and I love every second of it. Uh, high rep leg well, presses. Like I'm hooked on them. Yeah, like people always hate on the leg press, and I'm like, yeah, it's not a – you know, certainly it's not as athletic an exercise or as as a squat, and it doesn't tell you as much about how your body moves as a squat. But for bodybuilding, a high rep leg press, man, there's there's not much you can do that's better for the quads than that. Especially if you keep a constant tension, like yes. no lockouts. You just, oh, like frick! I don't know, man. That's it, about as good as it gets for most people. 
I hear you. It's it's my favorite right yeah. now. It's because yeah, there's no no lower back fatigue. No, you don't have to worry about other muscles really getting involved. You can just focus on on the thighs yeah. there. And, oh, it's awesome. Loving every second of it. I just I just hate taking the weights off, man. I mean, like it's, <laughs> you know that's why I don't train so heavy. Is because I I just I just hate taking the weights off. That's exhausting. That's tiring shit. And I'm only five, six and a half, so it's like it's up there. I'm like, oh, struggling. It's, it's like shoulder. getting getting shoulder work out there on leg day. That's right. <laughs> this on that. No, no, that's right. Uh, that's that's right. I, I, I get to build my entire training around just stuff that uses the the, the pins, you know, like cable stacks, because you know, that's you know that <laughs> that's, You're a lazy Oh no. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I am. All right. Dude. Am. Anything else? Anything else you want to touch on? Before uh, we wrap this up for today, no, I just think, um, yeah, man, it's like it's January and everyone's probably got goals. So I think if people have to decide, you know, what exactly they want, you know, and then figure out the steps to get there, you know. So if you really want to have like just a, a, really want to build up a weak point of your body or whatever, or, or gain a certain amount of weight. Make sure your training leads you to there, which, in other words, maybe step away from all the powerlifting and start training for hypertrophy and, and build your lifestyle around that. So I guarantee it'll work a lot better than just training to be super strong and, but you know what I mean? Yep. So, yeah. Excellent. Clear, focused. Focus. Like what you always tell me to do. Focus. Yes, yes. <laughs> Wise words, man. Good way to end the call. Um, once again, hope everyone enjoyed this uh, our conversation today. Looking forward to uh, talking again next week, Brian. And for everyone listening, do uh, do take some time to check out our websites, our blogs. Check out BrianCron.com. Check out his incredible articles. Just a fantastic writer. Check out his coaching, personalized coaching there. Uh, and check out my site, MetabolicMasterpiece.com. Articles, videos. And uh, the Aesthetic Muscle Plan, if you want to follow the exact workouts that I follow each and every month. All right, Brian. Well, it was uh, great talking to you again. Happy New Year, buddy. And uh, I am looking forward to just a fucking awesome 2015 here. (laughs) Oh, man. Who is it? That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Outstanding. All right, man. I'll catch you next week. You do.